Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Have you ever thought that all of the things that we used to learn as children or the things that we now teach our kids are things that we should have ourselves literally kept doing or things that we should keep thinking about the same way as when we were children. It's kind of crazy when I sit down and I think about this stuff because think about trial and error, which we're going to talk about today. How many times do we encourage our kids to try something and get back up and try again? How many times do we tell them to dream big and that they can be anything that they want to be? But then when you think about it as adults, we totally give up on ourselves. It is the craziest thing, right? Like we totally sabotage ourselves. We tell ourselves the most negative things sometimes. We are like our biggest doubters. We don't really believe in ourselves a lot of times. We're too scared to try something. We hate to fail. So we're so afraid of it that we don't even try because we don't want to fail. It's the craziest thing. But would you tell your kids all of that? No, right? You would encourage them to continue and try again and do all of those great things that parents do to uplift their kids and build that confidence in themselves. And the crazy thing is that we should be doing that to ourselves. You should be doing that to your friend, which I'm sure you do. You do it to other people, but we don't do it to ourselves, And it is the one thing, the one area that if we can get really good at uplifting ourselves and believing in ourselves and allowing ourselves to fail and try again and fail and it's okay, like don't make such a big deal about it. Can you imagine how much further ahead we would be? Can you imagine how much further ahead you would be? How closer to your goals you'd be or maybe have even reached your goals, but instead we do the opposite, right? We allow the limiting beliefs. We allow the little dreams. We don't really even dream anymore. We just get stuck in a life. We get stuck in a job. We get stuck in a relationship. We get stuck in being surrounded by people who have no drive to do anything big. So then you kind of fall into that place where you're one of them too. And you look to other people who are going after it and you're just like, man, I wish I was like that. I wish I could do that. I wish I could go after my goals. I wish I can lose the weight. I wish I can get a different job and build a career. I wish I could travel the world. Girl, you can do it too. Like it is the craziest thing. Like we look at other people like there's some superheroes that are doing something that we absolutely cannot. But the crazy thing when we look at those people is where they started and they started where you're at. And actually, it might blow your mind that if you really looked at their lives back then, they probably started at a much worse place than you are right now. That is the truth. So I want to talk to you about why trial and error will help you in your life and in your business. I want to have a better thought process when it comes to trial and error. I think if we're able to take something that sounds negative and sometimes you have to question, why do we make some of these things sound negative? Trial and error, it sounds like, oh, I don't know, I'm scared, right? Because what do you think when you hear trial and error? You think failure. And so automatically it kind of sounds negative. But what if we take these negative terms and we look at the more positive aspects of them so that we can remove the fear behind it? And that's really 
really what you do with everything, right? It's kind of like when I was telling you guys back in previous episodes when I was talking about hiring a swimming coach because I don't know how or at some point, I think it was after a wave took my daughter and I down, but at some point I built this like fear of being out in the water and I would go out, but it was always there you know? And so I wanted to let it go. I wanted to be able to go into the ocean and just be free, you know, not be scared or thinking something's going to happen. And so I hired a swimming coach because I wanted to get comfortable in that space. I wanted to be in the water and be comfortable. But in order for me to do it, I had to put myself in that situation. I had to go and put myself in the water and I had to learn and work with someone that was going to teach me that it was okay. And if something happens, here's what you do, right? And so we have to take the negatives, the things that we're looking at that maybe scare us. And the moment you start putting yourself in that situation, what ends up happening is you start noticing that it's okay, that it's normal, and you figure out a way around that space. And so that's what I want to do with trial and error. I want to talk about some of the things that I find that are so great with it so that when you think about doing something that scares you, you remember, this is just trial and error, girl, okay? Failure's going to come, yes. I'm going to tell you, it's going to happen no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what industry you work in, no matter what it is that your goal is that you're trying to reach, you're probably going to fail. Just accept it now and continue to move forward and ignore the fact that you're going to fail because it's going to happen. Welcome it because the more you fail, the closer you're going to get to reaching your goal. And if you're not failing, guess what? You're not doing anything. I promise you that because people who aren't failing often means that they're settling in their lives and they're not really doing anything. So if you're failing and you're just like, oh, I feel defeated because I'm constantly failing. No, girl, you should feel empowered because that means that you're actually trying to accomplish something. Okay, so first let's talk about the meaning of trial and error. What does it mean? So the best description that I found is trial and error is a problem solving method in which multiple attempts are made to reach a solution. So just think about the meaning. It is a method where multiple attempts are made to reach a solution. That does not sound negative. Does that sound negative to you? It doesn't, right? Because you're just thinking like, okay, so I just have to try things over and over and over to reach a solution. So at the end of that, you're going to reach something. And it may not be the solution that you think, but you are going to find the way there and you're going to have a solution. And that's beautiful because then you think about all the other things that you tried, all the attempts that you tried. Yeah, they didn't work. But can you imagine the knowledge and the growth that comes with that? So that is the meaning for it. So right off the bat, the meaning is actually pretty good. So that alone should make you feel a little more comfortable to try things. So I have seven points that I want to mention that I think are really incredible when we think about trial and error. And I'll share a little bit about my thoughts in each one. So the first one is tackles the fear of failure head on. When you think about anything that you try to do, when you go into it with this mindset of trial and error, this is just trial and error. We're trying, we're trying to figure things out. You are automatically putting yourself in a position where you are going to tackle that fear head on. You're not even going to question it. And that is amazing because fear is the one thing that holds people back the most. It is the fear of judgment, fear of looking stupid, fear of embarrassment, fear of failure. There's so many fears that come into play, especially things like the fear that you may feel like you're not good enough. That's where imposter syndrome comes in, right? It all comes from some type of fear that you have, fear of what your family is going to think, what your friends are going to think, all of that, right? And the moment you put yourself in a situation where you're like, okay, I'm going to try this, it automatically puts you into that space where you're tackling fear head on. 
which is amazing. Number two is that it allows for reflection and to make changes. That is so important, not just in your business, but just in your life in general, right? When you go into something and you're trying something and then you're finding errors all the time, you're having to take a step back for a moment and reflect and go, okay, I tried these different things that didn't work. And then you make changes and try five different other things. There is so much growth, again, that happens there. Number three is you learn how to solve all types of problems. Let me tell you, whether you are working for yourself or you go out and try to find a job, people are looking for problem-solving individuals, okay? How many times do we hear, don't come to me with a problem, come to me with a solution? Even in parenting, how many times have you told your kids, hey, you know, obviously not that direct like you would be told at a job, but to your kids too, in a loving way, you tell them when they come with a problem and they're crying or they're, you know, upset or they're feeling defeated, you try to figure out, okay, what's the problem? Okay, that's fine, you know, let's figure it out. And you try to help them find solutions. Because the thing is that if you're not like this, you're going to be the type of person that just gets stuck in the problem. And in your mind, you're constantly replaying the problem, the problem. You become a victim to it. You feel defeated. You don't try. Your motivation is killed. Your confidence is killed. And you never allow yourself to find the solution because you're stuck living in the problem. And then there goes everything, right? So you're going to learn how to solve all types of problems when you take this approach and you focus on trial and error and just continuing to try that. Number four is you build confidence. I said that a minute ago. Trial and error is going to make you build confidence. I hear this all the time in my entire coaching career. You know, I've always shared openly when I first became a coach, what I was doing, how I was doing it, and how I was learning because I was new to it. And so I've always shared the step-by-step, especially on social media, because I wanted people to see like, listen, I'm not special. I just decided one day to change my life. I decided that I wanted to work for myself. I decided that I wanted to coach because I loved it. I loved the idea of being able to change my life, but also help other people change their lives. I loved everything about it. And I had to share the step-by-step so that other people, because I'm really big on showing regular women that are just like me, that are feeling like, you know, there's nothing special about me. I don't think I could do this. No, girl, you can because there's so many of us out here doing it and there's nothing special about us either. The only difference is that we operate with this mindset. And the only reason that we have that mindset is because we work on it. It wasn't something that we were just like born with. It was literally like we sit down and we read and we listen and we work on our mindsets because we have days where we're just like, oh, I feel like a failure. I feel like an imposter. I feel like I feel all the things that you feel. But we work on our mindsets to make sure that our mind doesn't take over and play tricks on us and derail us. And so the confidence, the motivation, the consistency, all those things that people have always told me in my entire career, oh, you're so good with consistency. Oh, you've done so great because you have the motivation. Even the other day, I think it was on Facebook, I had a longtime follower of mine. I think I posted something about working out and I did some videos of working out and she said, oh, you've always had such great motivation. I think it was, I can't remember exactly what the words were, but it was something like, you've always been so great with having the motivation to do it. I hope one day I'm able to do it too. And my thing is like, See, this motivation that you see, it didn't just come. I wasn't born with it. I had to build this motivation. And the only way that I was able to build the motivation to constantly continue to show up for my health was by building consistency in the things that I had to do in my routine. So I took a look at my life and said, okay, what do I want to change? This is what I want to change. Okay, these are the things that I need to do in order to get there. And I built a routine for my day that allowed me time to do those things. 
right? And when I say allowed me time, I mean, I made the time girl. I had to change some things. I had to reprioritize my life. I had to take a look at what am I spending my time in? People say I don't have time. Yes, you do. You do have time. The only thing that makes us feel like we don't have time is when we're giving up our time and spending our time on things that honestly, a lot of times doesn't even benefit us. And so we start feeling like we don't have time. No, you have to rearrange your priorities. You have to go, okay, what is important to me? What is it that I really need to do? And then you create the to-do list that's going to get you there. Then you create the routine and then you show up to it every single day, no matter what. And it's that consistency that creates the motivation. There are days where I wake up where I'm not motivated to do anything. And because my habits now are that routine, it just gets done, even if I'm unhappy about it. You know, but the thing is, because my routine is something that I really love, even when I go into it feeling like, oh, I don't want to do none of this. Once I get started, I get into it and it's great. But that's really what it is. It wasn't a magic pill that I took that gave me all the energy. It wasn't that I have something that you don't have. It wasn't anything. It was just that I I showed up. I built that motivation. Number five is the error part of this. You know how it's trial and error. The error part of this, it allows you room for growth, both personally and professionally. So what I want you to think about is when you think about constantly finding errors in what you're doing, what you're really doing is allowing yourself to grow because every time you fail, every time you hit a wall, every time you're trying to do something, you're going to learn from it. I don't think that we acknowledge or give enough credit to this piece of life, the piece where we're constantly failing because it feels so brutal. It feels so annoying because you're just like, man, I just want the answer. I want to be able to do this. But girl, do you understand how much growth is actually coming from that? Say you fail at doing something a hundred times. Well, guess what? Now you know a hundred ways not to do it. And I bet you anything that in those 100 things later in life, when you're trying to do something, One of those things that you learned during those 100 failure attempts is going to help you in life. Guarantee it. Because no matter what you're doing in life, you always learn something. There is always a lesson, even in the hard moments, even in the most challenging times of life, even in the most annoying, dreadful moments where you're failing at it. There is always a lesson. There is always something that you take away. And I like that because I know how many times I'm going to fail in life. I know it's going to happen, especially because I have huge goals. I have, you know, a life that I love and I have a life that I want to grow. And when I think about all of the things, I know that I'm going to have a lot of trial and error. It's going to require me to continue to show up, to figure things out, to get them right where I want them, right? You have a vision for your life and that vision requires a certain amount of work. It requires a certain amount of steps and you have to kind of figure out, okay, what works for me? And what I mean by that is when you think about your business, for example, we look at other people and we see everybody having businesses, right? Having a business online, it used to not be everywhere. Now it's everywhere and it is because technology, and the internet and everything, it is just there. It's an opportunity. If you haven't grabbed onto it, girl, you are missing out because so many people are using the internet to be able to make extra money, even to replace their jobs and build full-blown careers. But what I want to tell you with this is you have so many people building businesses. It sounds like a lot sometimes, but what we don't see, we see a lot of the highlights of 
building a big business and a lot of the like flashy stuff online. But what you don't see, I don't want to call them the little guys because they're not little, but like the non-flashy people on social media who don't really spend a lot of time on social media. You would never know of them. (laughs) You would never know of them because they never are going to pop up because their posts are going viral and they're building six, seven figure businesses, have multiple streams of income all online. Some of them aren't even their names. It's just their products. So nobody would ever even know it's them. And they fly what you would think below the radar, but they have super successful businesses online. And so those are the ones that you never see. You see the flashy ones, right? The big giant coaches, the ones that are doing some public speaking, and you're just like, I I don't know how I could ever do that. But here is the beauty of building a business, okay, is that you get to build it and you get to build it in a way that falls in line with how you want to live your life, how you want to feel when you wake up. So I'll give you an example. A mentor of mine, she has a seven-figure business and she does not do one-on-ones. She does not run Facebook groups. She does not show up and do like live trainings at all. She does not do clarity calls. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do group coaching. She doesn't do, she sells a course and that is it, okay? And she runs it off of Instagram and that is it. That's all she does, seven figures. She went from being broke struggling, being a minimalism. And when I say minimalism, I mean a legit minimalism. She lived off of a suitcase and now she's just traveling. She does all the things and living her best life. So when you think about that and you think about everything else, we also see coaches who are doing public speaking. They're running masterclasses and workshops and they're, you know, offering one-on-one coaching and they're also running a podcast and they're all, I mean, they're doing a million things. And that's what a lot of people see, unfortunately. And they think, man, I could never, because I'm going to tell you right now, even me now, almost 10 years in, when I see that, I'm like, I could never do all of that. And the reason that I say that is that, well, maybe I should change my wording. It's not that I could never do it. That's what most people think is I could never do that. But the thing is that that's not the life that we want, right? But that doesn't mean that you can't build your business in a way that you want that's going to fit your lifestyle. The reason that my mentor doesn't do all of those things is not because she can't. She definitely can. But it is because she told herself, okay, I want to live my life in a way where I can enjoy my life. I want to wake up and not have anything on my schedule. It stresses me out to have a bunch of things or calls and do all of these things. And the crazy thing is that she has jumped from industry, like one industry to another and has found success. So even when you think about the industry you're doing, when you fall out of love in one area, it's okay to jump over and start something new because it could be super successful like for her. But some of us, we don't have it in us. We don't have the energy. We don't have the personality types to be able to want to do all of these things. When I think about public speaking, I just, there's nothing about it that I find that I want to do. And it is because I don't like it, but it doesn't mean that I can't do it. I've actually, (laughs) a long time ago when I was a brand new coach, I went to this event and after signing up, I was reached out to and asked if I could speak at the event because I had had some great results as a brand new coach. And I was like, people pleaser. Remember, I've told you guys I was a people pleaser. I couldn't say no. I was too embarrassed to say no. So I said yes. And this was my life back then. I would say yes and then stress the fuck out about how I could get out of it or how the hell I was going to pull through. I've always been like that. And now I'm different. 
Now I know when it's a yes and I know how to push myself out of my comfort and put myself in situations because of the growth opportunity that comes with it. But back then I used to just say yes because I couldn't say no. I didn't know how to. And so, and this was professionally and personally. And then I always stressed the hell out until the time came where I had to be at a party or I had to be at an event and I had to do these things. And I remember saying yes. And I remember freaking out going like, oh my God, I have never in my life spoke to anyone. Like, what am I going to say? And I had to put together the slides and I felt like it was a hot mess but when I was on that stage and I was speaking it was amazing so I'm not saying that I can't do it especially now with all the experience I probably kill it but I don't want to you know it's something that I don't want and so when I think about my business and I think about what do I want my business to look like so that it reflects and aligns perfectly with the type of life that I want to build there's definitely some trial and errors and things that I have to do to get it right where I want it to be so that it falls in line with my life and how I want to live it because I'm just like my mentor like we are so alike there's some things that I'm just like I just don't want to do them some things I've done for years one-on-one coaching group coaching I like those she's just completely like no I don't want to do them I'm more like I don't want my business to depend on one-on-one coaching I don't want my business to depend on having to constantly run group coaching but I do see the benefit of them and I also like and I enjoy being able to connect with someone like that so I do keep them around, but I understand where she's coming from. You know, you don't want to always be live all the time in order for your business to run. And so when you think about number five, which is the error in this allows you room for growth, both personally and professionally, that is true. The errors that you have in your life are going to teach you a lot of lessons. You're going to grow from it. And that is beautiful. Okay, so number six is helps you learn to look at things from a different angle. This kind of goes along with what I was talking about problem solving. When you can look at things from a different angle, that is a quality and a skill that is just amazing. Okay, talk about walking into a room and going into this meeting that your colleagues are having and nobody knows what's going on. They can't figure it out. But you come in and you have the ability to look at things from a different angle. You're going to what? Be the problem solver, right? Because if you can look at things from different angles, you're going to find solutions to problems faster than someone else who can only focus in one angle. They just go on a straight path. Whereas you, you're looking at it from all the sides and in your business, this is going to help you. It's going to help you move forward faster. In life, this is going to help you. I mean, overall, it's amazing. So that one alone is incredible. And the last one that I wanted to share, which is number seven, is so training industry, they had an article where they said that more than 100 years later, it's widely accepted that trial and error engages more of the brain's capacity to learn over learning by listening or passive learning. When you think about the way that you learn, how do you learn best? For me, I love trial and error. Let me do it. Let me push the buttons. Let me click things. Let me try. Because if I'm watching, it's great. Like I'm a visual person also, so I'm a visual learner. So if you're going to teach me something, instead of putting me in the room and having somebody speak for hours, which I'm going to doze off, most of us are. Because remember, I said in previous episode, I said something about how our attention span right now is like seconds, like this ridiculous amount of seconds and a goldfish is winning because they're able to concentrate and focus longer than humans right now. Well, that's true. And it's going to continue to go down because of the way that we use technology because of social media and the fast, quick videos, right? So our attention span is already short. And so if you put somebody speaking to me to train me on something, I'm going to learn, but it's just not my favorite thing. But if you give me a course, I rather have the course because then I can look at it. I see the slides. I learn better. 
here you have examples and I'm clicking through, like I can take that information in way faster. And if you give me something, if you put me in a situation where I actually have to do the thing, girl, I'm going to learn even faster. Like trial and error is so amazing when you're learning something. When my husband tries to teach me something, he's a leader through and through. Like he has always been a leader in his career. And so there are times where I'm like, hey, I wanted to figure this thing out on my phone and I know you do it. He'll grab the phone and he used to like, well, he still does it sometimes. I have to remind him, but like he'll go. So you click here, you click here, but he has the phone in his hand and he's like pushing through it, teaching me. And I'm just like, no, like you got to give me the phone and then let me click through it because if I don't click through it, I'm not going to remember what settings and which ones that I need to tap on. And so trial and error, girl, trial and error is the way to go. If you're trying to learn something, if you're trying to break fear, if you're trying to build confidence, if you're trying to grow, I mean, everything that you think about that you probably struggle with right now is going to come from trial and error, which means facing your fear and going after it. Because the problem is you can't get to trial and error unless you push past that fear of even trying, right? The error comes after trying because trying comes first. (laughs) If you didn't figure that out already. But what comes before trying is pushing past your fear. If you stop at fear, you're not even going to allow yourself to even get into trial and error. You're going to kill all of it right at fear because you're too afraid to move forward. But you just got to push past that fear. Remember, you're not alone. Okay, you got to think about yourself as a warrior who is going after these goals and you're going to go and tackle this challenge and... You're in the arena. We're all in there with you. You're not alone. You know, the people who are on the seats watching, those are the people that judge, right? Those are the people that are like, oh, look at her. She's going to fail. Ha ha ha. She looks so stupid. Turn around and be like, okay. And your ass is sitting there doing nothing. (laughs) So if you have a huge fear of judgment, just remember you're in the arena freaking doing the work. Okay. You're on the track running. If people want to sit there and talk about you and judge you to make you feel embarrassed, they're only doing it because their asses are sitting on the seat doing nothing. They're not doing anything with their lives. They're just sitting there judging you. But I guarantee you deep down inside in their heart, they feel like shit. They feel like, man, she's doing it and I'm just sitting here. That's why they do that because I have never met, everybody says this and it is so true. I have never met somebody who is trying to better their lives or who has reached some type of success and is happy with their lives. Or maybe if they're not happy with their lives right now because they're trying to change it and they're focused on what they're doing and they're moving forward towards that future that they're trying to build, they're happy that they're at least moving forward. They have a plan, right? When people are in that space, They don't look back to bash anyone. They don't care. They just move forward. They're too focused. It's always the people who ain't doing shit with their lives. They're the first ones to talk. Let them talk. Put some freaking headphones on, blinders on. Get with your people that are moving forward with you. Those go-getter type of women. Surround yourself with those badass women. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to turn around one day and go, damn, I completely changed my life. All right, friend, that is what I have for you today. I hope that this empowers you and I hope it motivates you to go after it. Stop giving up on yourself and believe in yourself and just do it because you have everything that you need right now to become who you want to become. If you found this helpful, please share it with a friend or share it on your social media. I would love to see it. So tag me. My Instagram is Jeanette.Sachs and I will be back to talk to you real soon. Take care. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. 
You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.